0: just kidding pandy with him just kidding pandy with him just kidding pandy with him hey guys welcome back to my podcast the just kidding podcast this is my first episode so i'm kind of nervous but bear with me please <laughs> anyways just a disclaimer 97 percent of the time whatever i say is correct usually correct so that's just a heads up so you guys can know what look what to look forward to in the podcast so the three percent i don't think you would apply to what i'm about to say however you know there's also room for me to learn something new so please to share your views and your interpretations at the end so what i'll be speaking about today is dating or the dating scene in jamaica and I may branch off into relationships as well. But dating is the premise. So a few things I'm going to discuss, or I plan to discuss rather, is the risk-reward factor, communication and comprehension, mindsets, societal stigmas, and other stuff. So let's get right into it, shall we? So dating is open to interpretation. I saw or read that dating is a form of courtship and that dating is actually something like a comma while courtship is a full stop courtship is deemed as something that has an end product which is engagement and marriage while dating doesn't necessarily have a straight or direct end product because dating can be for recreation or fun with no intent to settle down or get into a relationship with the person or the persons you're dating. Or it could be an avenue to end up in an intimate relationship and grow with that person into courtship and whatever. So dating is kinda diverse. So my interpretation of dating is if I go out with Ashley this week, I can go out with Christina the next week, I can go to Brianna the week after that. And it should not be a problem. Why? Because I'm exploring my options. And I may be attracted to the three of them. But you know, that is three different personalities. So I'd have to see those personalities in a date setting. So I can get a better feel of their mindset, of their personality, their sense of humor. And other small things that I can observe by spending time with them. However, in Jamaica, it's not necessarily a practice that is welcomed based off my observation. For example, let's say I go on a date with Ashley and I'm seen by people. The next day or even later that evening, you're gonna hear that I'm in a relationship with Ashley or my day with Ashley. In Jamaica, day means in a relationship. So after the first interaction and being seen by onlookers, usually there's a tag attached to us that we're together. Which is not so because I haven't decided if Ashley is the one I want to settle with. I was just trying to get to know her or have some fun or whatever it may be. And it is so bad that if, for example, when I was in college at the University of the West Indies, if I so much as followed or accompanied a woman to the library to help her with whatever it may be, I'm going to hear that I was with a girl by the library. And that girl is my girlfriend or I must have some attraction to that girl. It cannot be that I just want to be a good friend or a good stranger or an acquaintance. Whatever my label may be to that person in their life at the time. You're not going to hear that I'm just doing a good deed. But I'm just, you know, and not just me, about but guys in general that we have some intention or whatever it is behind, you know, or, or gesture. Which can be true, but most of the time like eight out of ten times it's not that we're kind and doing gestures but we have some ulterior motive so we need to cut that out i would rather a 50 50 or even a 70 30 where 70 percent is actually it's a gesture but as you know society is programmed away especially in jamaica that it will lead to that interpretation so the risk reward factor when you're dating somebody or when you're going to date somebody or before you're going to date somebody you're putting yourself at risk to get a reward. A reward can be bad or good, I think. But if a reward cannot be bad, then the point is you're at risk of either it working out or not working out. So entertaining somebody, getting to know them, spending time, spending time of your precious 24 hours that is shared between everyone is actually something that shouldn't be used loosely or just hunky-dory because that is your time that is you choosing to invest in this person whatever time or whatever effort you deem necessary for them as opposed to something else so that person is obviously of value if you choose them over whatever activities or whatever other person you can entertain or you know speak to over that person so i don't think it is something that you should have no real intention or benefit to gain from it not saying that to make it seem like oh i'm only going to date because i'm seeking a benefit for me it should not be solely for you but you should benefit from a date or dating someone it shouldn't be that you're meeting the requirements or you're doing, for, you're doing it for them. You, know? you can do it for them as well, but as long as you are gaining something from it, whether it's fulfillment of putting a smile on their face and you just thrive off fulfilling, you know, smiles on people's faces, or it is just in you or it's instilled in you to be kind or to make someone laugh or whatever. If that's just you, you should be getting something from dating someone. So it shouldn't be a case where you're going to take up yourself call this person often message this person often go to the ends of the earth and it is not something being reciprocated you get me which will lead to my next point which is something that persons always say let me know from the get-go it is not as easy as it sounds because let's say after the first interaction the person starts to wonder this could be boy or girl so it doesn't really matter male or female man or woman sorry not male or female the man or the woman says says to you what is your intention what is your long-term goal with us or me there are many reasons why that answer may not be true or it could be true but it could be influenced by other factors for example let's say anxiety takes you over and then you overreact and you just give an answer that you don't necessarily mean, but because you are afraid of hurting the person's feelings, or you just don't know what you want yet. At that time, the question was asked, you say something that you don't necessarily mean, and then down the line, actions are not complementing what was said, and then there's a problem. So sometimes, when you when you ask the question in the initial stage too quickly, you may get an answer that is not true because you're afraid of hurting the person's feelings so you say what you think they should hear or two you actually have short term goals or intentions which could be just physical activity or whatever benefit you can get from the person but because you know that they seem like the type or they disclosed that they're the type that they have to be in something official before anything can happen you can say the answer or basically lie just to get whatever benefit you want from the person so the other thing is when is the right time when is when is making it known early actually early is it the first time you see each other at the bus stop is it the first time you guys are in the taxi together is it the second time the third time is it the first date second date third date there's no real timeline when you are going to disclose that hey let me know what you want because what you what you may want you know for example let's say you want a long-term relationship and you want somebody to grow with and understand you over time something may happen that changes what you want with that person so if i say it on monday that hey let's get together eventually and i want to grow with you and you to understand me and i want us to do this and do that together and the person says that as well then something happens tomorrow that turns you off or an emergency or whatever it may be something that you know shakes your belief and wanting probably the day after a week after a month after then your intentions, though you meant it at the time, are now you know scattered or damaged, and you start to reconsider and say, Maybe I actually don't want this much investment or seriousness with this person in terms of relationship. So that now can cause a problem as well. Because the person on the receiving end is going to be like, But you said, but things happen. But if something was disclosed that hey, you know if this happens. This is going to happen as a result this is going to be my reactive behavior then that could minimize you know the negative argument or discussion that may arise from you know intentions not being complemented by actions down the line but when exactly is the right time so it's very difficult it's not as black and white as we seem in terms of let your intentions be known from the start it's not like you're going to walk up with somebody that you like and say hey just want this from you or i want that from you some people may think you're weird some people may laugh some people may like it it may work but life is about chances and that comes back into the main point which is the risk and reward factor life is about chances so in order to be successful you have to try and fail are you willing to try and fail if not then stay by yourself if you are willing to try and fail then go out there but ensure that at some point you disclose what you want if you're prompted Disclose, but you can be the first person as well. So you can be prompted by somebody over time, if their if their interest is piqued or you can just try a look as soon as possible, based off whatever feeling you have. Communication and comprehension. So it is important that we communicate well, but the receiver has a lot to do with what is communicated. You can communicate to somebody, but if it's not comprehended or understood, it doesn't make any sense. It didn't do its purpose. Or fulfill its purpose rather so communication should be complemented with comprehension or coupled with comprehension so it is one thing to communicate it's another to understand so you should communicate and it should be understood and interpreted and then applied after that way you can know that what you said didn't fall on deaf ears if you see no differences it's either the person doesn't respect you or doesn't see the need or importance of what you said for it to apply to their lives And then that can also be a warning that there is some real differences and contrasts between you both and that could really, really hurt you in the long run. So it's important to communicate and for persons to comprehend and understand. The dating scene is really, really technological in my view and also a view of one of my women friends. She was actually the person that brought up this point to me. And I was actually thinking about it and said, hey, you know, say actually, right. Most of the talking stage, quote unquote, talking stage you're getting to know you does not involve seeing each other. But it involves WhatsApp, iMessage, FaceTime, video calls, whatever it may be. It doesn't necessarily involve seeing the person and getting a feel of their energy. So you can know if you complement each other energy wise and aura wise and what you give off. And what you feed off of each other because you can always say something over the phone you can text something over the phone but you don't know the intention you don't see the body language or anything which is very important so we place a lot of emphasis on texting and over the phone talking stages for like two or three months we see each other like once or twice in two months or three months and then boom we're in a relationship based off based off texts or emojis or whatever to me that is innovative yes because that's what technology provides it provides us with ways to relate to people all across the globe as far as you may be even in our countries different parishes and stuff but it should not be more important than quality time and physical interactions physical not necessarily meaning activities but you know being around each other that's what i mean in person stuff you should try your best to spend time with people you get me because at some point in time you know. If you're married, what are you going to do? Text your husband and text your wife 90% of the time. That doesn't make any sense. You're probably going to be in the same house. You should be in the same house most of the time. You're going to see each other morning, noon, and night, depending on you know work engagements and schedules and stuff. But majority of the time, you're going to be in the same household. So are you going to ignore that part? No, you need to get accustomed to the possibility of or... Comfort, you need to get comfortable with somebody's company. It's not that you're going to force yourself in you know, it because if you're just not compatible, you're not compatible. However, you should not throw in the towel right away because some things take a while to develop. A plant takes a while to develop, it doesn't happen overnight. However, there, there are some cases where you just know that it's not going anywhere. This person and I are not compatible no matter what we try, and we're not going to waste any more time. But sometimes, you, need, you can be patient and it works out in your favor. That again comes down to the risk in your life, and a whole is just a risk. You know, it's just us trying to have the best things in place and try to hope for the best. But sometimes the best doesn't happen. What hap- What is important is how you react when the best thing doesn't happen. So we need to probably reevaluate how how much value we put on. The texting part of relationships versus seeing the person and getting to know the person and there are other factors why people don't like to see each other still you know because you know you can put in safety or, or being comfortable or available places for people to you know meet and greet especially in a pandemic like this you need to take into consideration protocols and the possibility of contracting the disease and stuff so right now it's probably at the forefront but i'm speaking to before the pandemic and all of that it was always at the forefront so right now it's being justified due to the pandemic and staying away and staying home and social distancing and everything but i'm just talking from a general perspective i hope you understand that okay mindset now you need to regulate your mindset in dating or relationship because a lot of us have preconceived notions already created and instilled in our brains that basically Will dictate how we interpret somebody or somebody's actions or personality. Like, if I have a preset type of girl that I am looking for, and I'm going to be stringent, I'm going to be very, very picky, and I'm going to be very, very, what's the word now, consistent with what I outline in my head as my preset type of ideal woman, then when I meet somebody who probably has, let's say, eight out of the ten things I listed, i would be like oh my goodness she doesn't meet the criteria suppose the two things that she's lacking that i already have preset she has two other things that are better or that can meet even halfway what i already preset but because i already made up my mind that if she doesn't meet this 10 point criteria it doesn't make any sense i may possibly lose somebody who is wonderful for me so because we have the preset mindset that ima for this she after for that or he must have this or she must have that or she can this or she can that and i'm not talking about the the things that are reasonable i'm not about the shallow thing them you see me them little thing there it's not really beneficial so you need to be open to the possibility that your dream person may be your dream person with add-ons or or things that are not there And it could be a blessing in disguise for you. Not saying that you shouldn't have your preferences and what you want to look for in a person, you know. But don't make it blind you to whatever else the person may have to offer and it could be a benefit to you. I think I spoke about societal stigmas already and something we don't want to admit. Many of our desires and types of relationships that we want is influenced by social media. So if I see a couple, and when I say I, I mean, generally, I'm not talking about me. I'm sorry. These are my views. But these, when I say I, people, I'm not necessarily speaking about I, kadim or I, kiddo, But I'm just saying generally. So let me say we. For example, we may see a couple. But I think, that, I think, that, I think it comes across better when I say I. But you know, I said the premise already. So you know, it's not necessarily me. So let's say I see a couple where a guy took his partner to a resort for the weekend or a hotel and I see that it is well received by the comments and everybody saying goals and that's what I would want and suppose suppose I see my crush or my crush to be that I probably never end up being with or somebody that I never saw that I would end up liking or being with sees it and says or makes a tweet or says girl, would not want that to that is something I want to, I am going to be pressured, not that when i say uh, anyway i already established i am going to be pressured and be like jeez I um, need for go get a car or my need for go get something if we can facilitate that for her because i see that she likes that that is what she places value on but what you should not do that is why i said i'm not speaking about me what you should not do is pressure yourself because of what you see society is doing when there there are always going to be a complement of people in life you're going to have those that follow whatever is deemed as goals or requirements and stuff and no and nothing is wrong with having requirements and preferences and stuff. Just stay away from people who don't necessarily have rationality as their forefront. So don't pressure yourself and say, oh chairman them want I'm going to get a car. Oh they want a guy that does this or has that I'm going to try my bit. Live within your means. Find someone who will work with what you have and there's always somebody out there it may be hard but there's probably somebody out there mark you some of us probably born for single and always like a single you know some of us always like a single because when you have people that are married the balance theory if you have people that are married you're going to have people that are always single and that's just how it is just try and maybe you are actually somebody who's supposed to be single who knows maybe your relationships never yet work out because you're just born to be single who knows or maybe you're just going to be married way down the line as i said who knows so don't pressure yourself so women don't pressure yourself to be this kind of girlfriend or whatever you don't know people's backstories you don't know you don't know their available resources or whatever they have at their disposal you don't know what they're doing or what they're not doing or who they know or whatever men you don't know what these guys are doing you don't know their backstories. you don't know their resources or whatever so don't pressure yourself do not compare yourself to people but do not try to drench yourself with whatever you see society is deeming as the ideal relationship and the happy relationship and whatever do your own research read what you read what you want to read talk to people get different perspectives and then formulate a definition for yourself and apply it and then go out and execute it it's either it's going to work or not going to work or it doesn't work right away or it's going to work later in time but do not be influenced by your surroundings too much at the end of the day everyone has their own brain and life and interpretation so you can take what you want and pick what you want from the world but at the end of the day you combine it and formulate your own meaning from it so basically what i'm saying is if you know that somebody is materialistic whether male whether men a man or a woman right and you don't like materialistic people don't go by the killer of yourself. You go try get somebody who is materialistic, whether you're the man or you're the woman. So if you see that a man is materialistic and like women that work and women that drive, you as the woman that basically cannot provide any of that right now, do not be discouraged when you try to convince somebody who already has their preferences or what they look for in somebody when they do, when it doesn't work out. Vice versa, if you see that. A girl likes to, a woman likes to, you know, get her nails done and paid for what by her partner or whomever or get stuff or get spoiled or ideas or whatever. You don't pressure yourself if you cannot fund that. There will be a man or there will be men that she may need that can do that. That is just not your cup of tea. And you should not make it your mandate to do it because you're trying to impress or trying to get someone. If you are meant to get the person, then you will get the person. You get me? Life is very, it's complex, but it's also easy. And it's all about risk and the reward and the consequences of what you do. Always remember these things. What is the be- When you're making decisions, you need to think about these four things. What is the best thing that can happen if I do this? What is the worst thing that can happen if I do this? What is the best thing that can happen if I don't do this? And what is the worst thing that can happen if I don't do this? evaluate your situations and just try and if you don't want to try don't try but do not complain do not make any noise do not come with the bag of balling and the bag of complaining if you're not trying if you choose not to try and you want to be alone and whatever fine sometimes loneliness gets annoying or sad or whatever and you kind of want a partner or just somebody to rap with or whatever fine it happens just like people in relationships sometimes they feel like it's overbearing sometimes they feel sad they're on the brink but that is just for a time they either overcome it or they act on it but nothing lasts forever nothing will last forever in terms of the feeling that you get so the loneliness you feel won't be forever so don't necessarily do not practice to make impulsive decisions or say stuff impulsively whether single or in a relationship because you see impulsivity it is nothing good it is nothing good try not to be too reactive try to evaluate it is hard and even and somebody saying and i'm saying this because i agree that i'm impulsive in many cases but i try my best to practice to be less impulsive than i was last month last week yesterday and coming along i am not as impulsive as i was for example in 2014 as i am now in 2020 certain things don't don't bother me as easily i don't get as upset as easy as i used to because i practice and over time you get better when you can manage your emotions. Emotional management is very important because if you can you can emotionally manage yourself, you can help to you can help to advise and possibly manage somebody's emotions as well. You need to understand yourself. You need to understand what you like, don't like, what you react to, what you don't react to, what you can tolerate, what you can't tolerate and then just you know, understand yourself first before you put yourself out there for somebody. And you need to be honest with yourself if you're going to date for fun have that in your mind and do not do things that don't entail a dating for fun so if you know that you're dating for fun do not try to incorporate dating that may lead to a relationship or miscommunication to the part the person that is receiving be honest with yourself and be honest with the person and as i close i just want to say when it comes to choosing someone it's difficult it's difficult but at the end of the day we all have flaws and in jamaica we have a thing we say man are junk or or men are trash let's say everybody has flaws so by extension some people are big trash small trash small size trash medium slash whatever you want to call it or him a big junko, or small junko, but a junko regardless women Just find the junker that you are willing to put up with or do not put up with any junker at all because everybody comes with pros and cons. You come with your own cons. Just find the trash that you like the smell of or find the junker that you can put up with or that complements you in so many ways that, you know, the good outweighs the bad unless let's say the bad is not detrimental or it doesn't affect your mental health or your emotional stability or it doesn't affect your respect or your pride for yourself, then that is fine. Men, them girls are wicked. You see me? Them wicked, them wicked, them wicked, but just find the one that the wickedness you can put up with or that wickedness there. and not like a terrible wickedness that does anything detrimental. You get me? Just find one of the wicked ones, them were nice. You see me? Just find somebody were nice, somebody will compliment you. And, oh, I had a wonderful point just now what was it about i i can't seem to remember but i think that covers everything i wanted to say it's a bit lengthy wow i speak a lot anyways guys that's the end thank you for listening please please i implore you reach out to me those who have my number you can message me you can dm me you can follow me on twitter at osullivan o-h-s-u-l-l-y-v-a-n and you can you know mention me dm me anything you want to do just give me your views of what i just said everything i just said tell me what i missed tell me what i misinterpreted tell me what you don't agree with tell me what you half agree with tell me what you totally agree with tell me if i was totally wrong which i really doubt because as i said 97 percent of what i just said was true but just be sure i'm here for you know, education, you can teach me more. I, I, I am not opposed to learning new stuff, getting new insight. I'm all for development. So just let me know your views and everything. And big up. Hello again, everyone. I am so sorry I forgot a topic or a part of the discussion about the dating scene and the relationship scene that you've probably listened to already that I should have addressed the texting thing the first text, the first ale, whatever way you want to interpret it as it doesn't really have to be such a big deal, you know if you really like someone, double texting probably once or twice, basically, or a beer minimum should not be a problem you don't know what happened on their side. You don't know if they forgot their phone, their phone got stolen, it was an emergency and they weren't able to say B or B or soon come, whatever it may be. It should not be an issue if you do it once or probably twice. However, if it's a reoccurring thing where you have to double text, double text, then you can reevaluate and see that hey, clearly this is always happening and if the excuse is not sufficient or it doesn't suffice, you get me? then you can realize that they're probably not as interested or into you or doesn't value putting out as much effort as you do in terms of the text communication right and why are you know two people who claim or actually are into each other fighting with their pride and their feelings when they will both have their phones there and adamant that neither of them are going to text first after and after a disagreement or whatever it is we are grown somebody send somebody a message and not because you send a message you're you're actually weaker or whatever to the person but you value you know you value reconciling things fixing things enough to make the move first so we can minimize not reaching out first and we shan, and what we can do to minimize that is minimizing disagreements or arguments that may lead to the situation where somebody needs to reach out first so we can minimize that and then we can end up minimizing or you know, cutting out actually ending up in a position where we're both fighting pride and feelings in order to text first and also nobody is too busy to message or spend time or say something To somebody, it's the same 24 hours. Yes, we all have different responsibilities and everything, but there's no way you're absolutely busy for 24 hours. You have to brush your teeth, you have to eat, you have to sleep, you have to idle, you have to do something or some stuff at some point in the day. You don't do the same thing for 24 hours straight, and you must have had your phone at some point. There's nobody, the average person, I don't believe, can go 24 hours and not have their phone in their hand to even make a call, an emergency call, or a taxi call or family member call or whatever so have it in the back of your mind or make it a mandate that even if it's just one message or one text that you have to send to somebody just to let them know what's up you can make the time so do not ever accept that oh i am too busy they're not too busy for whoever else is getting their attention though I'm, I'm positive and people make time for who they want to make time for so wise up and and just realize that communication should be flowing it should not be too stagnant and don't be afraid to ask questions ask questions and observe tendencies and what people usually do then you can determine if this person is wasting your time this person is not as invested and all of that this is very keen and this is very important i'm so sorry that i forgot that but be sure to listen to this part too guys please very very vital and very important i cannot believe i forgot this